What's going on, guys? Jordan here, back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about the thing that will make the biggest difference in your diet success. This is something that I've kind of um, really realized the importance of over time in my own journey and, of course, working with other people, but especially with myself because um, the diet struggles are real and it's hard to be in the wrong goal and the wrong focus for you know what you're doing in life. And I'll kind of review some of those things in today's episode. Hopefully today helps you. I think that this is a light bulb moment for a lot of people. And even if I've said it before, it needs to be said again and again, and hopefully it helps some of you. Um, if you like today's show, be sure to check out the written version of these episodes on my website, stoltzfit.com, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T.com. And uh, if you want to work with me or ask any questions to the podcast, you can reach out at stoltzfit.com slash contact. Now that that's out of the way, let's get started with another episode of the Triple F Podcast about the thing that'll make the biggest difference in your nutrition. And it is Jordan Stoltz back with another episode of the Triple F Podcast. Today might be a little bit shorter. I'm recording this on a Tuesday instead of a Monday because my mother-in-law is staying with me and I'm shy with my podcast and I don't want to be recording while they're sitting out in the other room. So they are gone today, my wife and her mother, and I am recording this episode now that I have some privacy because um, I'm just weird like that. And uh, because it's coming out late, I might just kind of hit one point today. I had a few questions queued up that I wanted to answer, but I will save that for another episode. Today, I want to talk about uh, essentially something that will make a very, very big difference in your diet success. And I really realized over the course of time working with so many people, but especially with myself and navigating my own goals and strategies that uh, it's all about sustainability, right? And I've talked about this so many times on this show, 400 something episodes in, um, it's a kind of a common theme that the best diet is the one you can stick to. And if you're not able to adhere to your diet consistently, it's not going to be the best diet for you. There's a lot of things that go into that, right? There's, um, you know, what kind of foods you like to eat, how much you can cook, your schedule, um, you know, cravings, what brings on cravings, what makes you feel your best, perform your best, all those things come into play. And it's a very complicated subject that is, uh, I mean, it requires a lot of experimentation or a coach or something to be able to look at that and tell you what works for you. But uh, something that I've really realized really, really impacts that, that sustainability of your diet is matching your diet with your life and specifically what's going on in your life, stress levels, activity levels, and uh, kind of just time. This is something I've talked about and touched on multiple times doing this podcast, but I don't know if I ever made a full episode on it. And uh, I think it's worth a short little, a short little uh, blurb, you know, a little 10 minute thing here because it's something that a lot of people ignore. You kind of have 
life going on on one side and then you have your fitness goals on the other side and you try to jam them together even if they don't necessarily mesh and that makes it way way harder the people that are most successful in my experience working with people are the people who kind of are able to seamlessly fit in their fitness goals with their life and for the really successful people professionals athletes it's because the goal is their life, right? Performing better or looking better or something that kind of is their life. And they can easily put it to their life because that is their main focus throughout their whole year. But that's not really the case for a lot of us, right? A lot of us are trying to kind of maneuver all of life's challenges, new jobs, family obligations, having some fun, taking a vacation, um, moving, all these different things that can come up in a normal person's life. We have to kind of navigate all those things and also navigate our fitness goals and try to push forward on something. And what I see as a problem is forcing that square peg into the round hole um, with a certain goal when your life is really not matching that. So an example of what I mean is a few years back when I moved to Texas from Nebraska, um, one of the bigger moves, bigger adult um, events in my life, I was really kind of down on myself for the training aspect because of not hitting some strength goals I had, not following the diet I had set out, and I was trying to do all that during the moving process, a new job, moving to a new city, making new friends, all that stuff. And uh, it really didn't work out. And it actually set me back a lot because I wasn't flexible and it wasn't like, uh, let me change my goal right now since I'm so busy. It was more of a, you know, punish myself because I couldn't push forward on the thing I set out to do, even though all this other stuff was going on. Not really an effective way to go about things. So another example is 18 months ago when we had our son Everett and this time I kind of approached things a lot better. So with this one, I realized, um, I realized I wasn't going to be able to work out and train and even eat like I wanted to necessarily because we're going to have a new baby coming. He came early. So it did kind of throw off my plan a little bit, but I had planned to kind of pursue a goal, kind of roll back into maintenance calories a couple months out from the delivery date and for training, kind of whittle that down from instead of uh, four or five days a week, kind of drop it down to two, maybe three days and focus a lot on sleep and recovery to get ready for that. And uh, that did happen, but just with a little bit less wiggle room because he came about a month early. So um, you know, life's always going to throw those kind of curveballs at you and it's important to adapt. But regardless, in that instance, I had a plan and I was able to stay on track a lot better. And after I was able to get back in the swing of things, it was quite easy to just start tracking my food again, to, um, you know, eat a little bit more fruits and vegetables over time. Once we were able to cook a little bit more, exercise workout once we're able to kind of figure out the time schedule with naps and sleep and all that stuff and kind of just roll back into a normal routine even though you know it's changed forever as a parent but still to be able to adapt and create your new routine um, then you can start pursuing the fitness goals you have so 
I guess overall my advice today is to look at your whole year if you can and get a rough estimate of what all the months and time periods are going to be like for you. So for me, uh, January to March is quite boring. It's still pretty cold in the Midwest and the holidays are over. We usually take a vacation more at the end of the year, like December, uh, which makes that time even more busy. Um, but that beginning part of the year, it's kind of just working, hanging out at home, um, you know, doing some little things around the house, DIY projects and all that kind of stuff, but nothing too crazy. Come March, April, a lot of times things kick up a gear because the weather is starting to get a lot nicer. We're outside a little bit more. There's a few birthdays. Family comes to visit. Uh, you know, we're going to maybe travel a little bit as well in that month or two. Um, and, and then kind of the after work work at our family farm kicks up a gear as well, where there's going to be later nights, a lot more moving around, a lot more responsibilities and work. And then summer is just craziness. It always flies by lots of activities, lots of traveling, lots of family, social events, lots of working and, uh, lots of fun family time. And then the fall kind of another kind of like when the school year would start, I guess, September to November, a little slower again. And then the holidays and vacation time at the end of the year is crazy. So that's like a rough overview of my calendar. And I'm sure your guys is different, but for me, that's kind of, um, that's kind of my calendar. So for me, I like to focus on things like fat loss at the beginning of the year when I have more time and I'm able to eat at home all the time. I'm able to just kind of put my head down, remain focused on it, take things a little bit more seriously, do the cardio if I need to put in that time. And then when things are more busy and I just don't have as much time for fitness and training and, um, you know, I'm eating out more, going to family social events and things like that. Like in the summertime, I usually do maintenance or muscle gain around that time, usually muscle gain because I move around so much and I kind of like eating more to have more fuel for that. And then around like vacation and holiday time, I'm always around maintenance because I like to uh, just kind of estimate, relax a little bit, ease back and then kick it off again the next year. And that works for me, but that's not my advice for you. My advice for you is to find your schedule that works. Try to block things off in two or three month sections if you can. And it's okay if it's even less than that. If each month is different, take it month by month and schedule things out for when you have the most time. So if you want to lose fat, it might work better for you to do it at a time when you don't have as many social events or obligations to go to, or there's no vacations coming up for the next two or three months or something along those lines. If you actually diet better while you're more busy, you know, maybe the time when you're sitting at home more isn't the best time for fat loss for you. Maybe it's actually when you're running around and you're really busy because uh, uh, it just kind of keeps your mind off of food. You have to decide what works for you. But the point of today's show is to schedule things out and be aware of how your life is going to go. And I know it's going to throw curveballs and that you always have to roll with the punches and change things up. But don't just try to hammer one fitness goal the whole year because that's what you want to achieve. And then all the while, you're actually taking steps backwards because uh, your life just doesn't fit that right now. So take a look at both, 
and set up the pass the path of least resistance, the one that meshes the best. And that will get you further than trying to jam that square peg into the round hole. That's it for today, everybody. Little thought for you today to hopefully set you up for some more success this year in 2022. or about a third, fourth of the way through, um, which is pretty crazy. Spring is here, and it's something I'm starting to think about because with the weather nicer and work kind of picking up and you know, just wanting to be outside and do things a little bit more starts me thinking a little bit about how I need to change my fitness stuff to kind of match my life and make sure I keep progressing in some aspect, uh, but in a natural balanced way. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Again, you can always check out the written versions at stultzfit.com. This one will probably be up tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, and, uh, new articles on the site every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you can look forward to that as well at stultzfit.com slash blog. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan, your host, and I'll talk to you guys next time.